It's nothing specific. Trevor David Houchin. It's uh It's been a while since I guess I felt inspired enough to You know the thing is inspiration itself is ungraspable. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't like hold on to inspiration, you know, like put it in the freezer or, you know, put it under the bed or you know what I mean? There's no way to like save and accumulate inspiration. You know, it comes you know, it comes or it doesn't come and and sometimes it comes at like inconvenient moments, you know, sometimes like you're in the shower. You know, you're inspired to write a song or you're inspired about some project you got going on while you're in the shower. But then then you've got to soap up, right? You've got to get the soap going, you've got to get your you got you got to wash your hair, you know what I mean? You got to scrub and get yourself clean and you know, eventually in the shower that sort of becomes your focus, right? Then you get out, you get out of the shower and now you've got to you know, you got to get a towel, you got to dry yourself off. You got to, you know, make sure the water didn't 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 splash all over the bathroom, right? You got to make sure the bathroom floor is you know, not soaking wet, right? You got to clean up the floor, you got to dry yourself, you got to you know, dry your hair, I guess, you know, put your clothes on. You know, make sure you look halfway decent for wherever you're going, right? You know, you want to make sure your hair is looking 75% of what you really want it to look like, you know. You make sure your hair is at least cooperating 75%. To me, that's a good day. And, you know, you get your hair going, your whatever, you check your, you check whatever, you check your eyes, your eyelids and your, you know, you check your nostrils, whatever. And then you get your clear and then you're out the door and then, you know, the inspiration is gone. You don't remember. You you all you, you don't even really even remember taking a shower, let alone what you were thinking about in the shower you've completely forgotten the shower entirely and that moment of inspiration you had whilst in the shower is evaporated that's the thing with inspiration you can't you can't accumulate you can't accumulate it you got to sort of you know you got to sort of just you know, go, you know, go, you got to go when the inspiration tells you to go, you know, like I, I you know, uh, it's a pain in the ass that the inspiration can be a pain in the ass, though, because like I said, it'll come at an inconvenient moment. You're sleeping. It's three in the morning. It's four in the morning. You're having a dream and you, 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 the, the, the dreams got you all inspired and it's three or four and you're you know you're dreaming you you're you're in your bed you know you're dreaming and sometimes you even get this lucid dreaming thing happening where you know you're dreaming and you 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 tell yourself during the dream to pay attention to the dream because you know lucidly that the dream is a message that you need in your waking life and then you wake up and the dream is gone you know that's inspiration but what I try to do sometimes is I'll sleep on the couch I won't sleep in the room I won't sleep in the bedroom I'll sleep on the couch which makes it you know, I'm not so comfortable on the couch. I'm not so comfortable on the couch. So my sleep isn't quite so deep. So if I get some kind of inspiration, I can kind of get up, not disturb my wife, write my inspiration, get on my computer, do my inspiration, you know, away from my wife and capitalize on it happening in real time. Sometimes that's what I'll do because, you know, you got to trick 
your own mind. This is what people this is a this is a this is a magic bullet towards getting more success or getting your goals done or whatever you got to trick your mind. You got to almost do the thing and act like you are not watching yourself do the thing. You got to almost like split yourself into two personalities. And one of those personalities is doing the thing like, you know, you know, I, you know, me, I'm, I'm writing a script screenplay right now. And, you know, I'm getting closer, closer and closer to the end. And every the closer I get to the end, the more some entity within me doesn't want to finish. So I've been procrastinating right in the end and the more I procrastinate, the more anxiety I lay upon the actual activity. And the more anxiety that I lay on the activity, the more afraid of doing it I am. And then the more afraid, the more I procrastinate. You see how that, see how that works? But what I've been doing is I've been sitting down. I'm watching a movie on Netflix or I'm, you know, listening to some music some goofy music or whatever and what I'll do is I'll watch the movie on Netflix but I'll open my computer get get it to my you know final draft page um, and I'll write my movie while watching TV and act like I don't see myself writing my movie is that crazy I don't even know if that's crazy but that's what I'm doing. That is literally what I'm doing. During the day when I could be writing my movie, I go to the park. I go walk around. I go drive up and down the street. I go do some push-ups. I walk around my neighborhood. I listen to a little bit of the music. But all day in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, Trevor, you got to write this script. You got to write this script. You got to write this scene. You got to write that scene. You got to connect this scene to that scene. And the more I think about it, kind of the more nervous I get about it because I want it to be perfect. And then the more I attach my own need for it to be perfect to the actual doing it, the less I do it and that 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 amounts to a lot of procrastination so what I find that I've got to do is do it without watching myself do it I swear to God I don't know I don't know any other way to put it I don't know any other way to put it I'll I'll I'll, I'll turn on a movie while the movie's on in the middle of the movie I'll go secretly go dip off, get my computer, open it up, get it to my final draft page, get down to whatever scenes that I'm working on, and I'll work on the scenes while I'm watching the movie on Netflix, pretending not to know that I'm working on the scenes. Sometimes you gotta trick your own mind. You know, the other thing is something else that I've been wondering is, you know, I get into these places where I, you know, I, I, I start to wonder like if I'm sane or if maybe I'm insane. Sometimes you express opinions or uh, you have certain emotions that when you allow yourself to express it to the world depending on how the world around you reacts to this opinion you've just expressed sometimes you allow that to calibrate how you see yourself based on how people react to whatever it is you're putting out there so recently i'm putting out some of my ideas a little bit more consistently let's say and some people are responding in really really visceral manner um not really even allowing me to um have a different idea you know um I'm, I'm not trying to ram it down anybody's throat god forbid i don't really get down like that you know believe what you believe you know um i'm, I'm not trying to you know 
uh, encumber anybody else's mental brain cells with my garbage, you know, who, 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 you know, far be it for me to try to get you to try to convince you to think what I think, try to get you to change what your beliefs are into what my beliefs are. You know, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, it's not where I'm at, you know, you know, believe what you want to believe, but please, you know, let me believe what I want to believe. But the thing is, a lot of these, (laughs) a lot of people who, a lot of people for whom freedom of expression is paramount, that, 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 that ability to have that freedom of expression be paramount right now seems to only be convenient and situational, which, you know, in my opinion, kind of, kind of disavows the whole idea behind, you know, freedom of expression, like, you know, what we can only have freedom of expression between... (coughs) 9 9 9 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. 3 hours a day of freedom of expression. The other 21 hours, you got to believe what I'm telling you to believe. I don't know. I I I just I'm not a whole I'm not really sure if that's really if that qualifies as freedom of expression. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I found out the other day, you know, something I've had problems with and you know a lot of a lot of, you know everything is mental the universe is mental you know the mind is everything what the mind can conceive i mean what the mind can believe the mind can conceive but the opposite is true as well what the mind cannot conceive the body will not achieve what the mind can not achieve i'm sorry what the what the what the body what the mind cannot conceive the body cannot achieve one more time what the mind cannot conceive the body cannot achieve what that means is if if you're if you cannot conceive with the through the use of your imagination of whatever your goal is then you, your body is not going to give it to you you know your body can't produce something that you have not input into its you know primary manufacturing center what the plans are, what the designs are, you know, if you, if you haven't input the design into your brain for the body to carry out, then the body doesn't know what, what, what to carry out. So that, that relates, in my opinion, and, and for me, very closely to the fact that I can't float. I can't float. And yeah, I mean float like on water. That's, that's, that's what I mean like I cannot float because ever since I was a kid I could not conceive of how the human body could make itself uh, buoyant enough to float atop water I could not conceive it I couldn't wrap my head around how you just get out into the ocean and if you know if you get if you get caught out 6000 miles offshore all you've really got to do is just kind of lay on your back at the top of the ocean float and allow you know the waves to bring you to shore just float I, you know I, I would drown i would drown because out there in the ocean my mind would not allow me the ability to believe that the human body can float. But of course it can. You know, of course it can. I'm not, you know, you might be listening thinking, Trevor, you're an idiot. That's fine. I don't mind. You know, I I don't mind you thinking I'm an idiot. That's perfectly okay with me because it doesn't have any effect on how my life is lived now if you thought I was an idiot and you you know I wanted to move into your neighborhood and you didn't want any idiots in your neighborhood then that would bother me but right now you sitting where you're sitting you know comparatively speaking you know juxtaposed against me sitting where I'm sitting 
what you think of my opinion is um you know isn't isn't relevant to my opinion so you know i'm not trying to say you know that you know a lot of people a lot of people brand themselves these people i don't care what people think i don't fucking give a shit what people think i'll do whatever i want to do i don't care what people think i'm you know yes you do yeah you care what people think you, you, what you mean is there are some people who you don't care what they think some people but the reality is you still care what those people think we're social animals human beings we're social animals you know we we gauge our existence and have our existence within and with other human beings you know that's that's we're we're pack animals that's what we are but um, you know, we think that we're something, you know, far above that. And, you know, to, to a degree we are. I mean, we have, I suppose, a degree of, you know, um, recognition of consciousness, you know, awareness of awareness. You know, we, 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 as, we as beings, you know, can seem, seem to have the ability to both be in existence and thinking about existence at the same time you don't think I, I don't think there are lots of dogs or cats walking around thinking wow I'm a dog you know I'm having this dog's existence uh, you know um is you know I wonder if the dog god is thinking about what I did today I shit in the yard um, I hope the dog god is not judging me too badly for shitting in the fucking yard. I'm a fucking loser-ass dog. I don't think that dogs think that way. You know, I th- you know, uh, dogs just, they just, they are 100% purely engaged in the act of just being dogs. Whereas humans are, you know, sometimes engaged in the act of being humans, but, so, you know, humans can get lost in the contemplation of being engaged in that hat in in that in, in that being human and you, it can drive you insane it can make you crazy so you know i'm not a big advocate of um that i saw the other day though that the beastie boys have uh documentary coming out which is so incredibly it's awesome you know it's wonderful for so many reasons one one reason it's wonderful is because my friend john nelson um shout out jo um harlem new york shout, shout out harlem my friend my friend john like maybe a year or two ago maybe three or four or five years ago i don't know but i you know i, I want to say it happened when i was living in l.a want to say it happened i was on the phone with john i was at jay's um mexican um supermarket i was getting some avocados and some sweet plantains and i called john to ask him if he'd play melly mel in my film and he you know he he said sure trevor he'd think about it even though you know he's 30 years older than mel was but he said he'd think about it, but then he says to me, you know, it's a good idea. Somebody should do a Beastie Boys movie, and that would be huge. He tells me it would cross over the black audience, the white audience, and I'm agreeing with him immediately. Beastie Boys documentaries coming out like in a couple of weeks. I saw I saw it on YouTube today. It looks good, you know. It looks good. My my you know, um, License to Ill was their best joint, you know, whatever, there's Paul's Boutique, there's, you know, whatever, there's, 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 there's tons of great Beastie Boys stuff, but in my opinion, they went a little bit too far left for me after License to Ill, my, my, my hip-hop, my, my, my taste in hip-hop after License to Hill, License to Ill, geared more towards, uh, I don't know, uh, guys from, well, I guess BCs are from Brooklyn too, like Buckshot, Black Moon, Most Def, um, those guys, so, you know, I was, I wasn't that huge a Beasties fan, but shout out, you know, shout out to the Beasties, man, I mean, they're, they, you know, they're, 
they did what they did you know they did what they did so i'm in trader joe's today my wife and i are doing our bi-monthly stock up we're going you know we're going shopping these days like um twice you know uh, twice a month twice a month we're going shopping i think before before the uh current you know current crisis mode we were going shopping i think twice a week so now we're going twice a month um and it's it's an interesting experience um because for whatever reason i keep thinking that people are out you know clawing at each other to get the last of whatever is there but then you get to trader joe's and it's so peaceful it's so calm you know they're playing great like paul mccartney music like today they were playing um don't say goodbye tonight fantastic music man i mean just fantastic don't say it don't say goodbye tonight wonderful music man you know um there's 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 listen there's half a dozen really really cute asian girls in there man listen you know whatever everybody's got their preference everybody notices what they notice people like what they like but today i'm in there and you know the fact of the matter is today was just the icing on the cake i've noticed it before but tonight was this afternoon was like really like you know close the lid on this one trader joe's attracts the cutest asian chicks i mean it attracts a certain standard of woman that i think i guess you know i'm 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 i vibrate with in some way listen you got the whole foods crowd okay and i am a big whole foods fan i love their um you know buffet i guess i don't know you know where they've got the hot foods they've got the salads they've got the soups they've got the you know they've got peach cobbler there they've got you know black olives they've got you know uh couscous they've got kale they've got you know eight eight different kinds of soups they've got you know broiled chicken fried chicken you know all i mean I'm a, you know, I like Whole Foods, but the Whole Foods customer, the Whole Foods customer's attitude is that they think they're a little better than you are in every category that exists. They think they've got more money than you. They think they've, they're, they're, they're better artists than you. They think that they're more environmentally concerned and aware than you are they think that they've traveled more than you they think that they've got better taste in clothes food music movies architecture wine the whole foods crowd thinks that they're better than you and maybe they are but you know you don't want to hang out too much you can't hang out too much with that crowd of people and if you get you know I, i can imagine if i pick up a woman or or if i ended up with a whole foods type of woman my imagination is that she's you know she's more fit than i am she's got better abs than i am you know she's up she's up at the crack of dawn meditating or you know uh she does yoga six times a week and she thinks I'm you know I'm a caveman because I can't do the downward dog or whatever you know uh you know a little much it's a little much for me then you got then you got like the the Walmart crowd you know the Walmart crowd um you're not sure exactly where they live you know what i mean or how they live like you know does their apartment have heat or air conditioning or hot water for instance the walmart crowd you can't be sure you just can't be sure um 
and you might be a little stushy for them. You might be a little bit too, they might think you're a little bit too, you know, alternative or bohemian or whatever, you know, because you're not drinking the red juice. You know what I mean? So the the, 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 the Walmart crowd is not, you know, I can't be with, I can't be with, I can't imagine it isn't my vibration to hang out with people who wear slippers to the supermarket. It's not my thing. I don't think you shouldn't have slippers on in the supermarket. Slippers, you know, uh, pajamas. I've seen people in pajamas in Walmart. Slippers and pajamas. It's like people get up out of bed and the first thing they do is they go to Walmart or, you know, people get ready to go to bed and then they decide, eh, I'll go do some shopping and they don't, you know, I, the Walmart crowd, that's not my vibe too much either. Then you got the, you know, you got the in-between kind of, you got the Kroger's, but the Kroger's people, they're all, you know, they're all booed up. You know, the Kroger's demographic is kind of booed up. You know what I'm saying? They're booed up. That means, you know, that they're with somebody. That means that they've got a partner, a husband, a wife, a boyfriend or whatever. Girlfriend, you know, the Kroger crowd is, you know, they're, they're, they tend to be um, in relationships, which is fine. Again, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's a family supermarket. This is what I'm saying. Kroger. It's a family supermarket. I'd say the same goes for Publix, depending on where you live. You know, um, uh, I don't, I, I, you know, I've been in one or two Aldi. Aldi reminds me of a, like sort of a food warehouse and, Aldi's got the selection in Aldi's. I just, I think it's a little weird. It's a little skewed. You know what I mean? It seems like a food thrift store as far as I'm concerned. Like all the food in, in Aldi seems like somebody already ate it, but, but it's in Aldi for sale again. You understand what I'm saying? All the food, everything in Aldi looks like Somebody already ate it, somebody already used it, but now it's for sale again in Aldi. I, you know, I, I think that's for like people who are living in hostels, um, you know, people who are on the run, you know, a little bit, you know, maybe from the law, you know, you know, escaping the, you know, they're escaping the immigration police. These are the kind of people I think that shop at Aldi. It's, you know, whatever, you know, that's my, that's my opinion. But Trader Joe's seems to fit for me. And, and I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to say that because I remember when I lived in Los Angeles, I thought Trader Joe's was the exclusive domain of skinny white yoga girls carrying yoga mats with them all the time. That's what I thought. That's who I thought was the Trader Joe's demographic, the skinny white California girl carrying the yoga mat everywhere she goes at all times, who's got incredible posture, but who also is probably a giant pain in the ass. But I thought that was the Trader Joe's demographic. But here in Atlanta, it's not. It's just a whole bunch of real cute girls, different ages, all the different Asian girls. I swear to God, I saw and I, the, the, the first Asian girl I saw she looked like she could have been, she looked Polynesian, to be honest with you, like Hawaiian or something. Then I saw another one. She looked, I'm going to say Korean, um, you know, then I saw another one. She looked Chinese, real, real white. Then there's my, you know, real, real white, Chinese, white skin. Um, masked up. Then there's my pretty Japanese wife in there, you know, you know, and then there was another one. I mean, I, there was half a dozen really, really attractive Asian women in there. 
and you know a smattering of attractive white women one or two sisters there was one fly 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 sister walking in just as i was walking out she was also masked up as well but she had on like a thick gold rope chain nice big gold earrings couldn't you know she had two like ponytails couldn't really see her face very well but Trader Joe's just seems to work for me. The oatmeal soap that they have is fantastic. Okay, the oatmeal soap at Trader Joe's is fantastic. The little nut section where you can get the different nuts and the fried fruit fried up, fri- not fried, uh, frozen, <coughs> not frozen either, um, dried, I'm sorry, dried fruit. Let me drink some tea, hold on. Yeah, the section in Trader Joe's with the nuts is fantastic. And I, like I said, I also love the oatmeal soup. They, you know, I also I appreciate the fact that they have a very, very nice section of different lavender um, scented things. And lavender is just a wonderful scent. Okay? If you don't know, lavender is a wonderful scent. Lavender is just a wonderful, wonderful scent. Yeah, my daughter's mother tells me today in the Bronx that along with the COVID-19 and, you know, the, 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 the Terminator Skynet, you know, lifestyle that, that New York is currently undergoing, that she, she heard that there was a tornado watch in the Bronx. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? A tornado in the Bronx? Has anybody heard of that? Has anybody, has anybody listening to this heard of ever in your life or a tornado striking the Bronx? Pardon me? But this is what, this is what they're dealing with in New York. It's, it's almost as if, you know, the powers that be or whomever is throwing everything that they got at this situation let's 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 throw them a deadly virus a pandemic you know that's not enough let's throw them a tornado why not let's give them a tornado you know what's next you know i i i really would not be surprised at if they said that a meteor or an asteroid or something was headed towards earth you see but that's not something they could fake is it meteorite striking planet earth wow this is nothing specific Trevor David Houchin it's nothing specific Trevor David Houchin it's uh it's been a while since I guess I felt inspired enough to, you know, the thing is inspiration itself is ungraspable. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't like hold on to inspiration, you know, like put it in the freezer or, you know, put it under the bed or, you know what I mean? There's no way to like save and accumulate inspiration you know it comes you know it comes or it doesn't come and and sometimes it comes at like inconvenient moments you know sometimes like you're in the shower you know you're inspired to write a song or you're inspired about some project you got going on while you're in the shower but then then you've got to soap up, right? You've got to get the soap going. You've got to get your, you got to, you got to wash your hair. You know what I mean? You got to scrub and get yourself clean. And, you know, eventually in the shower, that sort of becomes your focus, right? Then you get out, you get out of the shower. And now you've got to, you know, you got to get a towel. You got to dry yourself off. You got to, you know, make sure the water didn't, 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 didn't splash all over the bathroom, right? You got to make sure the bathroom floor is, 
you know, not soaking wet, right? You got to clean up the floor. You got to dry yourself. You got to, you know, dry your hair, I guess. You know, put your clothes on. You know, make sure you look halfway decent for wherever you're going, right? You know, you want to make sure your hair is looking 75% of what you really want it to look like. You know, you make sure your hair is at least cooperating 75%. To me, that's a good day. And, you know, you get your hair going, your whatever, you check your, you check whatever, you check your eyes, your eyelids, and your, you know, you check your nostrils, whatever. And then you get your clean, and then you're out the door, and then, you know, the inspiration is gone. You don't remember. You you all, you, you don't even really even remember taking a shower, let alone what you were thinking about in the shower you've completely forgotten the shower entirely and that moment of inspiration you had whilst in the shower is evaporated that's the thing with inspiration you can't you can't accumulate you can't accumulate it you gotta sort of you know you gotta sort of just you know, go, you know, go, you got to go when the inspiration tells you to go, you know, like, I, I you know, uh, it's a pain in the ass that the inspiration can be a pain in the ass, though, because like I said, it'll come at an inconvenient moment. You're sleeping. It's three in the morning. It's four in the morning. You're having a dream and you, 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 the, the, the dreams got you all inspired and it's three or four, and you're, you know you're dreaming. You, you're, you're in your bed, you know you're dreaming, and sometimes you even get this lucid dreaming thing happening where you know you're dreaming, and you, you, you tell yourself during the dream to pay attention to the dream because you know lucidly that the dream is a message that you need in your waking life. And then you wake up and the dream is gone. You know, that's inspiration. But what I try to do sometimes is I'll sleep on the couch. I won't sleep in the room. I won't sleep in the bedroom. I'll sleep on the couch, which makes it, you know, I'm not so comfortable on the couch. I'm not so comfortable on the couch. So my sleep isn't quite so deep. So if I get some kind of inspiration, I can kind of get up, not disturb my wife, write my inspiration, get on my computer, do my inspiration, you know, away from my wife and capitalize on it happening in real time. Sometimes that's what I'll do because, you know, you got to trick your own mind. This is what people this is a this is a this is a magic bullet towards getting more success or getting your goals done or whatever you got to trick your mind you got to almost do the thing and act like you are not watching yourself do the thing you got to almost like split yourself into two personalities and one of those personalities is doing the thing like you know you know, I, you know, me, I'm, I'm writing a script screenplay right now. And, you know, I'm getting closer, closer and closer to the end. And every, the closer I get to the end, the more some entity within me doesn't want to finish. So I've been procrastinating right in the end. And the more I procrastinate, the more anxiety I lay upon the actual activity. And the more anxiety that I lay on the activity, the more afraid of doing it I am. And then the more afraid, the more I procrastinate. You see how to, see how that works? But what I've been doing is I've been sitting down, I'm watching a movie on Netflix, or I'm, you know, listening to some music some goofy music or whatever and what I'll do is I'll watch the movie on Netflix but I'll open my computer get get it to my you know final draft page 
um, and I'll write my movie while watching TV and act like I don't see myself writing my movie. Is that crazy? I don't even know if that's crazy, but that's what I'm doing. That is literally what I'm doing. During the day when I could be writing my movie, I go to the park. I go walk around. I go drive up and down the street. I go do some push-ups. I walk around my neighborhood. I listen to a little bit of the music. But all day in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, Trevor, you got to write this script. You got to write this script. You got to write this scene. You got to write that scene. You got to connect this scene to that scene. And the more I think about it, kind of the more nervous I get about it because I want it to be perfect. And then the more I attach my own need for it to be perfect to the actual doing it, the less I do it. And that, that, that amounts to a lot of procrastination. So what I find that I've got to do is do it without watching myself do it. I swear to God, I don't know. I don't know any other way to put it. I don't know any other way to put it. I'll, 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 I'll turn on a movie while the movie's on in the middle of the movie. I'll go secretly go dip off, get my computer, open it up, get it to my final draft page, get down to whatever scenes that I'm working on. And I'll work on the scenes while I'm watching the movie on Netflix, pretending not to know that I'm working on the scenes. Sometimes you got to trick your own mind. You know, the other thing is something else that I've been wondering is, you know, I get into these places where I, you know, I, I, I start to wonder like if I'm sane or if maybe I'm insane, sometimes you express opinions or uh, you have certain emotions that when you allow yourself to express it to the world, depending on how the world around you reacts to this opinion you've just expressed, sometimes you allow that to calibrate how you see yourself based on how people react to whatever it is you're putting out there. So recently I'm putting out some of my ideas a little bit more consistently, let's say, and some people are responding in really, really visceral manner, um, not really even allowing me to um, have a different idea, you know, um, I'm, I'm not trying to ram it down anybody's throat, God forbid, I don't really get down like that, you know, believe what you believe, you know, um, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, encumber anybody else's mental brain cells with my garbage, you know, who, who, who you know, far be it for me to try to get you to, con to try to convince you to think what I think, try to get you to change what your beliefs are into what my beliefs are. I, you know, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, it's not where I'm at, you know, you, you know, believe what you want to believe, but please, you know, let me believe what I want to believe. But the thing is, a lot of these, <laughs> a lot of people who, a lot of people for whom freedom of expression is paramount, that, 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 that ability to have that freedom of expression be paramount right now seems to only be convenient and situational, which you know, in my opinion, kind of, kind of disavows the whole idea behind, you know, freedom of expression, like, you know, what we can only have freedom of expression between <coughs> 9, 9, 9, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., three hours a day of freedom of expression, the other 21 hours you got to believe what I'm telling you to believe. I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm not a whole, I'm not really sure if that's real, if that qualifies as freedom of expression. I could be wrong.
I could be wrong. I found out the other day, you know, something I've had problems with. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, everything is mental. The universe is mental, you know. The mind is everything. What the mind can conceive, I mean, what the mind can believe, the mind can conceive, but the opposite is true as well. What the mind cannot conceive, the body will not achieve. What the mind cannot achieve I'm sorry, what the, what, the, what the body, what the mind cannot conceive, the body cannot achieve. One more time, what the mind cannot conceive, the body cannot achieve. What that means is if, if, you're, if you cannot conceive with the, through the use of your imagination of whatever your goal is, then you, your body is not going to give it to you. You know, your body can't produce something that you have not input into its, you know, primary manufacturing center what the plans are what the designs are you know if you if you haven't input the design into your brain for the body to carry out then the body doesn't know what what, what to carry out so that that relates in my opinion and and for me very closely to the fact that I can't float I can't float and yeah I mean float like on water that's 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 what I mean like I cannot float because ever since I was a kid I could not conceive of how the human body could make itself uh, buoyant enough to float atop water I could not conceive it I couldn't wrap my head around how you just get out into the ocean, and if you know, if you get if you get caught out six thousand miles offshore, all you've really got to do is just kind of lay on your back at the top of the ocean, float, and allow you know the waves to bring you to shore. Just float, I, you know. I, I would drown. I would drown because out there in the ocean, my mind would not allow me the ability to believe that the human body can float but of course it can you know of course it can I'm not you know I you might be listening thinking Trevor you're an idiot that's fine I don't mind you know I you know I don't mind you thinking I'm an idiot that's perfectly okay with me because it doesn't have any effect on how my life is lived now if you thought I was an idiot and you you know I wanted to move into your neighborhood and you didn't want any idiots in your neighborhood then that would bother me but right now you sitting where you're sitting you know comparatively speaking you know juxtaposed against me sitting where I'm sitting what you think of my opinion is um you know, isn't, isn't relevant to my opinion. So, you know, I'm not trying to say, you know, that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people brand themselves, these people, I don't care what people think. I don't fucking give a shit what people think. I'll do whatever I want to do. I don't care what people think. I'm, you know, yes, you do. Yeah. You care what people think. You, you, what you mean is there are some people who you don't care what they think some people but the reality is you still care what those people think we're social animals human beings we're social animals you know we we gauge our existence and have our existence within and with other human beings you know that's that's we're we're pack animals that's what we are but um, you know, we think that we're something, you know, far above that. And, you know, to, to a degree we are. I mean, we have, I suppose, a degree of, you know, um, recognition of consciousness, you know, awareness of awareness. You know, we, 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 as, we as beings, you know, can seem, seem to have the ability to both be in 
existence and thinking about existence at the same time. You don't think, I don't think there are lots of dogs or cats walking around thinking, wow, I'm a dog. You know, I'm having this dog's existence. Uh, you know, um, is, you know, I wonder if the dog God is thinking about what I did today. I shit in the yard. Um, I hope the dog God is not judging me too badly for shitting in the fucking yard. I'm a fucking loser ass dog. I don't think that dogs think that way. You know, I, you know, uh, dogs just, they just, they are 100% purely engaged in the act of just being dogs. Whereas humans are, you know, sometimes engaged in the act of being humans, but, you know, humans can get lost in the contemplation of being engaged in that hat in in that in, in that being human and you, it can drive you insane it can make you crazy so you know I'm not a big advocate of um, that I saw the other day though that the Beastie Boys have a documentary coming out which is so incredibly it's awesome, you know, it's wonderful for so many reasons. One, one reason it's wonderful is because my friend John Nelson, um, shout out J.O., um, Harlem, New York, shout out Harlem. My friend, my friend John, like maybe a year or two ago, maybe three or four or five years ago, I don't know. But I, you know, I, I want to say it happened when I was living in L.A. I want to say it happened. I was on the phone with John. I was at Jay's. Um, Mexican um, supermarket. I was getting some avocados and some sweet plantains, and I called John to ask him if he'd play Melly Mel in my film. And he, you know, he he said sure, Trevor. He'd think about it, even though you know he's 30 years older than Mel was. But he said he'd think about it. But then he says to me, you know, it's a good idea. Somebody should do a Beastie Boys movie, and that would be huge. He tells me it would cross over the black audience, the white audience, and I'm agreeing with him immediately. Beastie Boys documentaries coming out like in a couple of weeks. I saw I saw it on YouTube today. It looks good, you know. It looks good. My my. You know, um, License to Ill was their best joint. You know, whatever. There's Paul's Boutique. There's, you know, whatever. There's, 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 there's tons of great Beastie Boys stuff. But in my opinion, they went a little bit too far left for me after License to Ill. My, my, my hip hop, my, my, my taste in hip hop after License to Hill, License to Ill geared more towards uh, I don't know uh, guys from well, I guess Beasties are from Brooklyn too like Buckshot, Black Moon Most Def um, those guys so you know I, was, I wasn't that huge a Beasties fan but shout out you know shout out to the Beasties man I mean they're they, you know they're they did what they did you know they did what they did so I'm in Trader Joe's today. My wife and I are doing our bi-monthly stock up. We're going, you know, we're going shopping these days like um, twice, you know, t- uh, twice a month. Twice a month we're going shopping. I think before, before the uh, current, you know, current crisis mode, we were going shopping. I think twice a week. So now we're going twice a month. Um, and it's it's an interesting experience um, because for whatever reason I keep thinking that people are out you know clawing at each other to get the last of whatever is there but then you get to Trader Joe's and it's so peaceful it's so calm you know, they're playing great, like, Paul McCartney music, like, today they were playing, um, Don't Say Goodbye Tonight, <sighs> fantastic music, man, I mean, just fantastic, don't say it, don't say goodbye tonight, wonderful music, man, you know, um, there's, 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 listen, there's half a dozen really, really cute Asian girls in there, man. 
listen, you know, whatever, everybody's got their preference, everybody notices what they notice, people like what they like, but today I'm in there and you know, the fact of the matter is today was just the icing on the cake, I've noticed it before, but tonight was, this afternoon was like really like, you know, close the lid on this one. Trader Joe's attracts the cutest Asian chicks. I mean, it attracts a certain standard of woman that I think, I guess, you know, I'm, 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 I vibrate with in some way. Listen, you got the Whole Foods crowd. Okay, and I am a big Whole Foods fan. I love their, um, you know, buffet, I guess. I don't know, you know, where they've got the hot foods, they've got the salads, they've got the soups, they've got the, you know, they've got peach cobbler there, they've got, you know, black olives, they've got, you know, uh, couscous, they've got kale, they've got, you know, eight, eight different kinds of soups, they've got, you know broiled chicken, fried chicken, you know, all I mean, I'm a, you know, I like Whole Foods, but the Whole Foods customer, the Whole Foods customer's attitude is that they think they're a little better than you are in every category that exists. They think they've got more money than you. They think they've, they're, they're, they're better artists than you. They think that they're more environmentally concerned and aware than you are. They think that they've traveled more than you. They think that they've got better taste in clothes, food, music, movies, architecture, wine. The Whole Foods crowd thinks that they're better than you. And maybe they are, but you know, you don't want to hang out too much. You can't hang out too much with that crowd of people. And if you get, you know, I, I can imagine if I pick up a woman or, or if I ended up with a whole foods type of woman, my imagination is that she's, you know, she's more fit than I am. She's got better abs than I am. You know, she's up. She's up at the crack of dawn meditating or, you know, uh, she does yoga six times a week and she thinks I'm, you know, I'm a caveman because I can't do the downward dog or whatever, you know, uh, you know, a little much. It's a little much for me. Then you got then you got like the, the Walmart crowd, you know, the Walmart crowd. Um, you're not sure exactly where they live, you know what I mean, or how they live, like, you know, does their apartment have heat, or air conditioning, or hot water, for instance, the Walmart crowd, you can't be sure, you just can't be sure, um, and you might be a little stushy for them, you might be a little bit too, they might think you're a little bit too, you know, alternative or bohemian or whatever, you know, because you're not drinking the red juice. You know what I mean? So the, 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 the Walmart crowd is not, you know, I can't be with, I can't be with, I can't imagine, it isn't my vibration to hang out with people who wear slippers to the supermarket. It's not my thing. I don't think you shouldn't have slippers on in the supermarket. Slippers, you know, uh, pajamas. I've seen people in pajamas in Walmart. Slippers and pajamas. It's like people get up out of bed and the first thing they do is they go to Walmart or you know, people get ready to go to bed, and then they decide, eh, I'll go do some shopping, and they don't, you know, I, the Walmart crowd, that's not my vibe too much either, then you got the, you know, you got the in-between kind of, you got the Kroger's, but the Kroger's people, they're all, you know, they're all booed up, 
you know, the Kroger's demographic is kind of booed up, you know what I'm saying, they're booed up, that means, you know, that they're with somebody, that means that they've got a partner, a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, or whatever, girlfriend, you know, the Kroger crowd is, you know, they're, they're, they tend to be um, in relationships, which is fine. Again, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's a family supermarket. This is what I'm saying, Kroger. It's a family supermarket. I'd say the same goes for Publix, depending on where you live. You know, um, uh, I don't, I, I, you know, I've been in one or two Aldi. Aldi reminds me of a, like sort of a food warehouse and, Aldi's got the selection in Aldi's I just I think it's a little weird it's a little skewed you know what I mean it seems like a food thrift store as far as I'm concerned like all the food in in Aldi seems like somebody already ate it but but it's in Aldi for sale again you understand what I'm saying all the food everything in Aldi looks like Somebody already ate it, somebody already used it, but now it's for sale again in Aldi. I, you know, I, I think that's for like people who are living in hostels, um, you know, people who are on the run, you know, a little bit, you know, maybe from the law, you know, you know, escaping the, you know, they're escaping the immigration police. These are the kind of people I think that shop at Aldi. It's, you know, whatever, you know, that's my, that's my opinion. But Trader Joe's seems to fit for me. And, and I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to say that because I remember when I lived in Los Angeles, I thought Trader Joe's was the exclusive domain of skinny white yoga girls carrying yoga mats with them all the time. That's what I thought. That's who I thought was the Trader Joe's demographic, the skinny white California girl carrying the yoga mat everywhere she goes at all times, who's got incredible posture, but who also is probably a giant pain in the ass. But I thought that was the Trader Joe's demographic. But here in Atlanta, it's not. It's just a whole bunch of real cute girls, different ages, all the different Asian girls. I swear to God, I saw and I, the, the, the first Asian girl I saw, she looked like she could have been. She looked Polynesian, to be honest with you, like Hawaiian or something. Then I saw another one. She looked, I'm going to say Korean. Um, you know, then I saw another one. She looked Chinese, real, real white. Then there's my, you know, real, real white, Chinese, white skin, um, masked up. Then there's my pretty Japanese wife in there, you know, you know, and then there was another one. I mean, I, there was half a dozen really, really attractive Asian women in there. And, you know, a smattering of attractive white women, one or two sisters. There was one fly, fly, fly sister walking in just as I was walking out. She was also masked up as well. But she had on like a thick gold rope chain, nice big gold earrings. Couldn't, you know, she had two like ponytails. Couldn't really see her face very well, but... Trader Joe's just seems to work for me. The oatmeal soap that they have is fantastic. Okay, the oatmeal soap at Trader Joe's is fantastic. The little nut section where you can get the different nuts and the fried fruit, fried, uh, fried not fried, uh, frozen, <coughs> not frozen either, um, dried, I'm sorry, dried fruit. Let me drink some tea, hold on. Yeah, the section in Trader Joe's with the nuts is fantastic. And I, like I said, I also love the oatmeal soup. You know, I also, I appreciate the fact that they have a very, very nice section of different lavender um, scented things. And lavender is just a wonderful scent. Okay? If you don't know, lavender is a wonderful scent. Lavender is just a wonderful, wonderful scent. Yeah, my daughter's mother tells me today in the Bronx that 
along with the COVID-19 and, you know, the, 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 the Terminator Skynet, you know, lifestyle that, that New York is currently undergoing, that she, she heard that there was a tornado watch in the Bronx. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a tornado in the Bronx? Has anybody heard of that? Has anybody, has anybody listening to this heard of ever in your life or torn, a tornado striking the Bronx? Pardon me? But this is what, this is what they're dealing with in New York. It's, it's almost as if, you know, the powers that be or whomever is throwing everything that they got at this situation let's 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 throw them a deadly virus a pandemic you know that's not enough let's throw them a tornado why not let's give them a tornado you know what's next you know i i i really would not be surprised at if they said that a meteor or an asteroid or something was headed towards earth you see but that's not something they could fake is it meteorite striking planet earth wow this is nothing specific trevor david houchin